At first, she ignored it entirely. Although she had heard the message loud and clear, she didn't pay any attention. After all, the order was a radical one. Say and write what you see and hear, he had said. But she ignored him. What was she, a nun sequestered in a German convent, a woman living in the twelfth century supposed to do with that message? How could she follow a command so countercultural, so revolutionary? Not knowing how to respond, she ignored God's call, until the day came when she could ignore it no longer. Say and write what you see and hear. As her parents' tenth child, Hildegard was dedicated to the church as a tithe when she was eight years old. At age sixteen, she officially took the veil and entered the convent of Dizzy Bodenberg, near Bingen, Germany, as a Benedictine nun. Hildegard was elected abbess of the convent in 1136, and it was around this time that the vision she had experienced since she was a young child began to intensify and were clearly revealed to her as interpretations of the scriptures. And it came to pass in the 1141st year of the incarnation of Jesus Christ, Son of God, when I was forty-two years and seven months old, that the heavens were opened and a blinding light of exceptional brilliance flowed through my entire brain, wrote Hildegard, in the preface of her first major visionary work, Sivius. And so it kindled my whole heart and breast like a flame, not burning but warming. And suddenly I understood the meaning of the expositions of the books, that is to say, of the Psalter, the Evangelists and other Catholic books of the Old and New Testaments. Not long after this vision, Hildegard received a more specific communication from God, encouraging her to take up the pen. O fragile one, ash of ash and corruption of corruption, say and write what you see and hear. And just so there was no mistaking the command, this particular vision was repeated three more times to Hildegard on three separate occasions. Initially, she resisted, and you can imagine why. God seemed to be instructing Hildegard to do what virtually no other woman was doing at the time. As a woman and a nun living during a time in which most women were illiterate and certainly not encouraged to write or preach, she was terrified and overwhelmed by the directive. Hildegard did her best to ignore God's command, until finally he made it impossible for her to do so any longer. She succumbed to illness— an illness she believed was a direct result of her disobedience. Although I heard and saw these things, because of doubt and a low opinion of myself, and because of the diverse sayings of men, I refused for a long time the call to write, not out of stubbornness, but out of humility, until weighed down by the scourge of God, I fell onto a bed of sickness." Hildegard overcame two major obstacles in order to produce the great volume of writing for which she is remembered. First, there was the fact of her gender, a significant barrier. Second, was the extent of her education. Male theologians in the twelfth century benefited from years of a classical education, including a practical and theoretical understanding of Latin, as well as music, arithmetic, geometry, astronomy, theology— and sometimes even law and medicine. Although she learned to read and write in German and Latin, Hildegard's education was rudimentary at best. As biographer Sabina Flanagan writes, for someone to write on theology who lacked such a background and was also a woman was a bold step indeed. 
yet try as she might to ignore the call to write. She couldn't suppress God's persistent command. Finally, desperate and ill, Hildegard reached out to her friend and confidant, Bernard, the abbot of Clairvaux, for advice. Not only did the abbot reassure her, he was also instrumental in gaining Pope Eugenius's official sanction of her writing. And with that, Hildegard was free to record the visions that would eventually comprise three comprehensive theological works. Sivius, Know the Ways, Liber Vitae Meritorium, The Book of Life's Merits, and Liber Divinorum, Operum, The Book of Divine Works. <laughs>